If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I got the authority, the Devi authority. This pot is just more to me. The Devi authority going way up. Taking my opponents down and going way up. Waiting is waiting you down. It's a bevy, a Devi. You can bet I stay ready. I ain't petty. I'm betting all up on me to defend these. All, all these titles and shits. From, from concrete to two lit. Number one, see this is it. Pedal to metal is lit. I swear I, I, I got the authority. The Devi authority. What's up, guys, and welcome into the Devi Authority, coming to you through the airwaves of the media empire that is the Fantasy Authority. I'm Christian Welch, Evil Empire FF on Twitter, and I'm your host for this adventure. Today, I'll be hitting on all the notable games from week two and nearly every relevant Devi player you can think of. Before we dive in, I need to ask a favor. If you like the podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. It helps us get through the algorithm so the show can reach more people. All of us at TFA would really appreciate it. Let's go ahead and dive into week two and start off with that Friday night game in Myrtle Beach between Kansas and number 17, Coastal Carolina. So Grayson McCall continues to kill it. Uh, 17 of 21, 245 yards, two touchdowns and no picks. Also had 16 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown as well. Most of that production went to his favorite receiver. And this is a guy I feel like we should put on our radar a little bit more. And it's Javion Haley. Uh, in this game, he had six catches for 122 yards and a touchdown. But last year, he had 998 yards receiving and 10 touchdowns as a junior. So this is a senior receiver that I think we should put on our radar that may get some of that day three NFL draft capital. Um, he's a guy I think we should be you know, looking at a little closer because he is continuing to be Grayson McCall's number one target. Uh, Devin Neal on the other side. So the freshman running back at Kansas, we've been waiting to see if he'll take the reins there of that backfield, and he does. Only takes him until week two to do so, and he carries the ball 11 times for 40 yards and gets his first collegiate touchdown. Uh, so stock up for Devin Neal. Looks like he's going to be the guy in the Kansas backfield going forward. So some other standouts from the games not involving ranked teams on Friday night. Uh, Boise State had a massive night um, in their 54-13 win against UTEP. Quarterback Hank Bachmeyer was 17 of 24 for 340 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. Most of that went to wide receiver Khalil Shakir, who had seven receptions for 166 yards. So we'll go ahead and dive into the Saturday action. Number 25, Auburn, just puts it on Alabama State, 62 to nothing. We know Tank Bigsby does his thing with 11 carries and 122 yards on the ground. But freshman Jarquez Hunter, eight carries, 147 yards, and a rushing touchdown. So there's another running back in town at Auburn, and it's freshman Jarquez Hunter. Uh, Bo Nix, nine of 17, 108 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. Uh, so staying in the SEC, going over to number 13, Florida, uh, they beat South Florida 42 to 20. And freshman quarterback Anthony Richardson just continues to amaze us. Uh, three for three, 152 yards, two touchdowns and no picks, four carries for 115 yards and a rushing touchdown. So he's averaging over 50 yards a pass, over 25 yards a rush. He's getting in the end zone twice through the air, once on the ground. I mean, what is Richardson not doing? 
Uh, Jacob Copeland has a huge day as well. Five catches for 175 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Florida's starting quarterback, Emory Jones, 14 of 22, 151 yards, one touchdown through two interceptions. He also had 13 rushing, uh, 13 attempts for 81 rushing yards and a touchdown on the ground as well. So not terrible, but with Richardson doing what he's doing, it looks like we're going to have some quarterback controversy brewing in Florida. Uh, number 11, Penn State beats Ball State 44 to 13. Jahan Dotson continues to look like a playmaker for Penn State. He had five catches for 65 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Noah Kane continues to lead the way at running back for Penn State. He carried the ball 20 times for 69 yards and a touchdown. Also had three catches for 30 yards. Parker Washington had six catches for 57 yards. And then promising young tight end Theo Johnson had two catches for 29 yards and got in the end zone with a receiving touchdown. So on to the big game of the week, at least as the rankings would suggest. We got number 10, Iowa, against its in-state rival, number 9, Iowa State. And Iowa wins the game 27-17. to 17, And Iowa State just continues to struggle with their in-state rival. They cannot get over the hump that is beating Iowa. Uh, their quarterback, Brock Purdy, had a terrible day, 13 of 27, just 138 yards passing, no touchdowns, and three interception. Uh, that brings the backup in, Hunter Deckers, who went 11 of 16 for 114 yards, one touchdown, and no picks. So Deckers outplays Purdy. Maybe, maybe that's uh, something to watch going forward. Uh, Brees Hall carried the ball 16 times for 69 yards and a touchdown, also had four catches for 24 yards. Tyler Goodson carried the ball 21 times for 55 yards and a touchdown. And then the two tight ends we care about in this game, Charlie Kohler at Iowa State had four catches for 34 yards and Sam Laporta at Iowa had one catch for 21 yards. So going over to Notre Dame, the number eight team in the country, in a nail-biter with Toledo. They hold on, though, and beat Toledo 32-29. to So Jack Cohn was 21 of 33 for 239 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. He actually dislocated his finger in this game, gets it popped right back into place, and comes in and throws the game-winning touchdown pass. So pretty cool for Cohn there. But Cone's backup, the freshman quarterback we're excited about, Tyler Buckner, makes his first appearance, and, and he goes 3 of 3 for 78 yards and a touchdown with no picks and also carries the ball seven times for 68 yards on the ground. So it looks like Buckner's going to have a role going forward, which I, for one, am very excited about. So stud tight end Michael Mayer continues to dominate seven catches, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. And then Kyron Williams carried the ball 16 times for 78 yards and a touchdown and had three catches for 25 yards as well. So going over to number seven, Cincinnati, they beat Murray State 42-7. to uh, Jerome Ford, the running back transfer from Alabama, has back-to-back 100-yard games to start the season. Um, in this game, he had 18 carries for 113 yards and three touchdowns. And then the quarterback, Desmond Ritter, continues to do his thing, 14 of 22, 243 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. So going over to number six, Clemson, they beat South Carolina State 49 to three. The good in this game is, you know, true uh, freshman running back, Will Shipley, that's very heralded, uh, eight carries, 80 yards and two touchdowns, led the team in carries. So it looks like he's now the starting running back at Clemson, which has most of us very excited. Uh, Kobe Pace tacked on seven carries for 68 yards and a touchdown. And then DJU struggles again. I mean, 14 of 24 for 171 yards. One touchdown, one interception. He did get in the uh, get in the end zone twice on the ground for two rushing touchdowns, but again, he's just failing to light up the scoreboard like we did, like we expected. And 
you know, hopefully, hopefully it writes the ship going forward. But right now, you know, a little bit to be concerned about with DJU's slow start out the gate. Um, his receivers, Justin Ross, had three catches for 52 yards and one touchdown. And then Joe Ngata had three catches for 51 yards. So number five, Texas A&M nearly gets upset on the road um, at Colorado. They hold on to win 10 to 7, but they lose their starting quarterback, Haynes King, in this game. He leaves the game with an injury after just two passes, and it becomes the Zach Calzada show. Uh, Calzada goes 18 of 38 for 183 yards, a touchdown and no picks, and rushes seven times for 28 yards as well. Uh, notable player performances from this game, Isaiah Spiller had eight carries for just 20 yards, did have six catches for 56 yards and a touchdown, though. Uh, Devin Achain, nine carries for 50 yards, three catches and uh, 24 yards receiving for him. Uh, Jalen Weidemeyer, four catches for 66 yards. Colorado's running back, Jarek Broussard, carried the ball 12 times for 51 yards and a touchdown. So the, the big story of the week here with this one, number 12, Oregon, goes to number three, Ohio State, and upsets the Buckeyes in Columbus 35-28. to The good in this game is Oregon's running back, C.J. Verdell, just a huge game on the national stage there. 20 carries, 161 yards, and two touchdowns. Also caught three balls for 34 yards and a touchdown. Oregon's quarterback, Anthony Brown, was 17 of 35 for 236 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. Also ran the ball 10 times for 65 yards. Ohio State's trio of wide receivers continue to impress, though. Jackson Smith and, uh, and Jigba, seven receptions for 145 yards and two touchdowns. Chris Olave, 12 receptions for 126 yards. And Garrett Wilson, eight receptions for 117 yards and a touchdown. Just a killer game through the air for all three of those guys, which meant that C.J. Stroud filled up the box score yet again. But if you're watching the game, he doesn't seem confident. He seems nervous. He's, he's not you know, looking the way we really want him to. But my gosh, is he packing some stats out? Stroud in this game, 35 of 54 for 484 yards, three touchdowns and one pick. Mayan Williams had 14 carries for 77 yards. And Trevion Henderson had 12 carries for 54 yards and a touchdown. So going over to number two, Georgia, they beat UAB 56 to seven without their quarterback, JT Daniels. We thought it was going to be backup Carson Beck starting. But it's Stetson Bennett. We all remember Stetson Bennett. Uh, it seems like he's been at Georgia forever. But he comes in and goes 10 of 12 for 288 yards, five touchdowns, and no picks. Uh, tight end Brock Bowers continues to impress. Three receptions for 107 yards and two touchdowns. Who needs Eric Gilbert and Darnell Washington when you got Bowers? Jermaine Burton, three catches for 92 yards and a touchdown. And the bad news in this game is, is really for Carson Beck. You know, we thought he was the backup, and, and clearly he's not. So maybe Beck will be on his way out of Georgia soon. We'll, we'll see what happens with, with the fact that Bennett got in there ahead of him. But uh, the running backs at Georgia, we, I know we want to know what they did. Uh, Zamir White had seven carries for 34 yards. Kendall Milton, eight carries for 26 yards. And then James Cook, five carries for 18 yards and a touchdown. So going over the number one Alabama. Uh, Bryce Young continues to impress. So Alabama's playing Mercer this week, so not the best opponent. They win 48-14 to 14 pretty effortlessly. Uh, but Bryce Young, 19 of 27, 227 yards, three touchdowns and no picks, just looking you know perfect out there yet again. Um, true freshman wide receiver JoJo Earl had seven catches for 85 yards. 
And then Brian Robinson, 10 carries, 70 yards, and a touchdown. And then Jace McClellan got in the end zone both on the ground and in the air. He had four for 13 and one on the ground, and then one for 21 and one through the air for McClellan. Uh, John Mechie, five catches, 70 yards. So going down to Miami, number 22 Miami avoids the upset from Appalachian State. They hang on to win 25-23, to but Appalachian State gave them all they can handle. Uh, Miami's running back, Cameron Harris, carried the ball 18 times for 91 yards and a touchdown. And Miami's quarterback, De'Eric King, 20 of 33 passing for 200 yards and also had 67 rushing yards on the ground on 20 carries. Uh, number 18, Wisconsin, beats Eastern Michigan 34-7. to uh, The good in this game, running back Chesma Lucy lights it up again. So 20 carries, 144 yards and a touchdown. And Jalen Berger is alive. Uh, so I know that was a concern after the first game. We were like, oh, my gosh, where's Jalen Berger? He had no carries, no stats at all, even though he was active. Where, where is he? Who knows where he was? I still don't have the answer to that. But he was here this week, and he carried the ball 15 times for 62 yards and a touchdown. So not leading the backfield like a lot of us expected coming into this year. But there he is. He gets in the end zone. Hopefully his role grows going forward. Uh, quarterback Graham Mertz was 14 of 17 for 141 yards, so at least respectable after that dud in, in the first game of the year. Um, and then Jake Ferguson, three catches for 17 yards. So another highlight from Saturday, uh, Arkansas absolutely lays the smackdown on number 15, Texas, 40 to 21. So Hudson Card, rough day for him, just 8 of 15 for 61 yards. Uh, gets pulled for Casey Thompson. Casey Thompson comes in and plays better than Card did. He, he was five of eight for 57 yards and also had seven rushes for 44 yards and two rushing touchdowns. Um, Arkansas's running game really dominated this game. Traylon Smith had 12 carries for 75 yards and a touchdown. Uh, freshman Raheem Sanders, all 6'2", 225 of him, had eight carries for 50 yards and a rushing touchdown. Uh, Bijan Robinson, 19 carries, 69 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Traylon Burks, five catches, 37 yards. Xavier Worthy, two catches, 41 yards. Jordan Whittington, five uh, five catches, 32 yards. But, man, what what a exciting night <laughs> for Arkansas. The stadium was electric. The atmosphere was great. And, and the Hogs consistently beat Texas the entire night. So uh, stock up for Sam Pittman's program there at Arkansas. We'll see if Texas can, can rebound from a, a loss that I'm sure they weren't expecting. So going over to Oklahoma, the number four team in the country, just, oh my gosh, wallops Western Carolina, 76 to nothing. Uh, Spencer Rattler, 20 of 26, 243 yards, five touchdowns, no picks, uh, 29 yards rushing. Eric Gray with a rebound game from, from the poor game last week with nine carries for 74 yards, also had a 20-yard touchdown catch. Uh, true freshman wide receiver Mario Williams gets in the end zone for a second consecutive game. He also had four catches for 49 yards. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood gets in the end zone twice, so four catches, 19 yards, and two touchdowns for Hazelwood. True freshman quarterback Caleb Williams gets into the game, goes five for 10 for 84 yards, and also runs for 60 yards as well. And then Eric Gray's backfield mate Kennedy Brooks had six carries for 48 yards and a touchdown. So going over to Ole Miss, the number 20 team in the country, continuing the, the Matt Corral-Heisman campaign. They, they beat up on Austin P 54 to 17 uh, Corral is 21 of 33 for 281 yards, five touchdowns and no picks. Most of that through the air goes to wide receiver Dontario Drummond for the second week in a row. Uh, he had six catches for 107 yards and two touchdowns. 
Also, Jonathan Mingo at wide receiver had a strong game with seven catches for 99 yards and two touchdowns. Sam Howell over at North Carolina rebounds from, from the loss and, and the dud performance in week one. Uh, the number 24 team in the country, Carolina, beats Georgia State 59-17. to Sam Howell goes 21 of 29 for 352 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks. Also ran the ball 11 times for 104 yards and two touchdowns. So just a huge game for Sam Howell, bouncing back from that dud. Uh, Josh Downs, again, another strong game at wide receiver for him. Eight receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown. So heading out west, the later games, uh, Arizona State beats UNLV 37-10. to Quarterback Jaden Daniels with just a massive game. So 20 of 29, 175 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. Also 13 carries for 125 rushing yards. Running back Rashad White also carried the ball 22 times for 90 yards and two touchdowns and also had five catches for 41 yards. So strong performances there for Daniels and White. Uh, Stanford pulls the upset on number 14 USC, defeating them 42 to 28. Uh, the USC guys that were focused on in Debbie, though, Drake London had four catches for 68 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Keontae Ingram had 10 carries for 44 yards and a touchdown and then three catches for 15 yards. Taj Washington, six catches for 47 yards. And then Keaton Slovis' line for the day, 27 of 42, 223 yards, one touchdown, one pick, and then five carries for 25 yards. So another upset out West, BYU beats number 21, Utah, 26 to 17. And of course they do that on the back of their running back, Taylor Algier, who goes over hundred yards, 27 carries for 102 yards. And then uh, Utah's tight end, Brant Cuthy had three catches for 36 yards and a touchdown. So that'll do it for the ranked games, but there's, there's several unranked games that I want to touch on that have some, some good performances in them that I feel we should discuss. The first one, let's go over to Kentucky against Missouri. So Kentucky beats Missouri 35-28. to 28. Uh, Kentucky's running back, Chris Rodriguez, runs the ball 27 times for 206 yards and three touchdowns. Transfer wide receiver, Wandale Robinson, another good game. He, on the ground, had three carries for 73 yards rushing and also tacked on five catches for 101 yards through the air as well. New quarterback at Kentucky, Will Levis. Uh, was 10 of 18 for 179 yards, one touchdown and one pick, and ran the ball 11 times for 25 yards and a touchdown as well. So kind of a mediocre game for him, but he did make a couple amazing plays that ended up circulating through Twitter. Um, looks like he has some some pretty top-shelf talent if he can actually put together some consistency. Um, definitely want to shout out the Mizzou guys, though. Mizzou's quarterback, Connor Bazelak, had a great game, uh, 34 of 51 for 294 yards, four touchdowns and one pick. And then their running back, Tyler Beatty, 14 carries for 61 yards, and then 10 receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown through the air. So just a massive performance by Beatty. Uh, Michigan beats Washington 31-10 to on the back of a massive running performance. So Blake Corum absolutely explodes for 21 carries, 171 yards, and three touchdowns. Hassan Haskins has 27 carries for 155 yards and one touchdown. Unfortunately, Donovan Edwards did not get in on the party. He only had one carry for four yards. But, man, Corum and Haskins, over 150 yards each. Michigan laying the smackdown on Washington. Uh, TCU beats Cal 34-32. to Zach Evans, huge game on the ground. 22 carries, 190 yards, and a touchdown. And then big receiver Quentin Johnston, five catches, 95 yards, and two touchdowns. 
Maryland beats down Howard 62 to nothing. Uh, Talia Tagovailoa was 22 of 27 for 274 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks. And almost all of that went to his pair of receivers that just continue to light it up. Rakeem Jarrett, 6, 67 and 1. And then Dante Demas Jr., 6, 128 and 1. So just a tremendous offensive performance by Maryland. And it's the same three guys that we'll be talking about for them every single week. So LSU, Max Johnson continues to look pretty good as the quarterback, going 18 of 27 for 161 yards, three touchdowns and no picks. Kayshawn Boutte, of course, continues to dominate with two touchdowns. He had five catches for 31 yards in those two TDs. And then the big story in this game, in my opinion, is that true freshman running back Corey Kiner led the LSU running backs in carries. So it looks like he may be taking over that backfield. He had 11 carries for 56 yards and a touchdown. Um, over to Purdue, David Bell just continues to absolutely dominate the competition every time he steps on the field. He had eight receptions for 121 yards and three touchdowns and also had a 26-yard rush. And then the last guy I want to talk about is Fresno State's quarterback, Jake Hayner, who's been rising up rankings lately. He's been really killing it to start this year. He went 17 of 22 for 380 yards, four touchdowns, and no picks, and also had two rushing touchdowns. So Hayner continues to fill up the stat sheet and look good while doing so. He's a guy that I'm keeping my eye on a little closer going forward. So that's all I've got for an exciting week two of college football. Please leave a rate and review for the podcast. Again, it helps us grow and reach more people. Uh, follow us on Twitter at FF underscore authority. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Evil Empire FF. And then join our community on Discord where we can get to know you a little bit better, interact with you on more of a one-on-one level, and help you with all of your fantasy football needs. Uh, that's all I got this week. I'll talk to you guys next time. all up on me to defend these. All these titles and shits from concrete to too lit. Number one seed, this is it. Pedal to metal, it's lit. I swear I got the authority. The Devi authority. This pot is just more to me. The Devi authority going way up. Taking my opponents down and going way up. Waiting is waiting you down, yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.